Welcome to the House on Fire podcast. Our aim is to light a fire for Jesus in the homes of those who listen through encouragement and equipping. Let's partner together to advance the gospel in the next generation. I am your host, Lucas Jackson, and I am passionate about seeing more people on fire for Jesus. When you listen to the House on Fire podcast, you'll hear from people you can rub shoulders with every week at Bethel Church, because all of our guests are from our church family. These are people striving to love God, love others, and to serve the world. Thanks for joining us today on this episode, and really glad to have Sophia Lind with us. Sophia, thanks for being here. Yes, thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. So in the before we kind of get in the topic of discussion here, tell us a little about yourself and your family. Yeah, so um, my name is Sophia Lind. Um, I am a freshman at NDSU. Um, I'm studying architecture. Um, I am the youngest of two in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have one older sister. She is a senior up at UND. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I've just, I have attended Bethel my whole life, all 19 years. Um, and yeah, I just have been blessed with the church community I've grown up in and my family. Yeah. Do, do you and your sister, like... Does she like give you a hard time because you went to, you know, a different school than she did? And they're kind of like rivals, so to speak, right? Yeah, they are. Well, so my mom's a UND grad and then my dad graduated from NDSU. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. So, uh, forbidden marriage, they made it work. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we can make it work. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, And uh, what worship service do you normally go to on a Sunday morning? So, if people were to try to find you and run run into you to ask Mm -hmm. questions or whatever. Yeah, um, so I typically attend the first service with my family, and then we kind of sit in the uh, lower left part okay. yeah. of the sanctuary, yeah, I man, guess. even yeah. have like the, the area. Down. Yeah, I, I like yeah, kind of help me down. <laughs> <laughs> and is that the Fargo, Fargo campus? So, Correct, yeah, yeah, Fargo campus. Okay, and then what kind of discipleship-making community are you involved in right now? Yeah, so um, up at NDSU, I am a part of Chi Alpha, um, so that meets um, weekly on Thursday nights. Okay. Um, and then through that, um, I joined a small group. Um, so then we meet uh, every Monday night and it has just been a great community. So it's um, it's all girls, but we're all like different years. Yeah, awesome. um, So it's just nice to be able to um, just like kind of get that like older sister support, but then also just kind of have that community. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, um, before we dive in here a little bit more, tell us a bit about like your story and like when mm-hmm. you came to faith in Christ and yeah, I would love just to, to hear some of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I said, um, I've attended Bethel my whole life. Um, my parents got me really involved in the church. So I was in, um, Awana Sunday school, um, kids choir when that was a thing. Um, and then VBS, um, and I like, I never felt like my faith was forced on me. Like, I feel like a lot of people who grow up in a Christian home, um, and, like turn away from the faith will say like it was forced on them. Yeah. Um, but like, I never felt that way. I only felt like supported and like, I really made my faith my own. Um, I technically, so I accepted Christ, um, when I was six at okay. VBS. Yeah. Um, 
but it's just kind of been like a like consistent process to like choose Christ every day and just like yeah. as I've like grown and matured, like so has my faith. That's so, awesome. Yeah. And when you say like you didn't feel like your your parents like pressured mm-hmm. you, um, you know, growing up, like what what did they do to where you didn't feel that? And that may be like a strain because I'm trying mm-hmm. to think like okay because you're right. There's a lot of people that are like well it was forced upon me. I'm like yeah. okay yeah. like I don't. Not not discrediting what somebody would say, I guess, yeah. if that they felt that was their experience. But I usually I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I mean, I. So anyway, have you? Mm-hmm. You may have never have thought of that before, but I'd be curious. Yeah, I guess. Um, okay, so I just I just felt like like they just like showed me Christ's love, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and led by example a lot. Yeah. Um, but then also like if I did have questions or like, um. Maybe I, well, being the youngest, I'm like pretty sassy and like act out a lot, or at least did as a kid. Not saying I do that as much anymore. <laughs> um, but like it was, um, I feel like they always had like a Christ-like approach or like would bring up scripture or something. And it was just, yeah. it was very gentle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Well, what we're going to talk about today is, you know, college life, quiet times, yes. devotionals and, yes. and making them happen. So mm-hmm. And this was kind of your desire to talk about this. And so yeah. let's just kind of jump in. And and so, you know, what is a quiet time or a devotional time or, you know, that kind of thing? That's Christianese language that we use often, mm-hmm. and which, I mean, makes a lot of sense to Christians. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, w- w- what is that specifically? Um, so, like, quiet time, like devotional time, um, it's just like kind of like whatever you want to call it. I like calling it quiet time. But yeah. um, so it's just like setting. Um, like kind of like sacrificing part of your day mm-hmm. and like spending that with the Lord. Yeah. So you could be doing something else, but you were like actively choosing to spend that in God's word and prayer and just like getting to know him. Um, yeah, this way I have notes. Um, You're doing great. Okay. Doing great. <laughs> um, but like, I feel like, okay. So like a big part of it is just um, like wanting to improve your faith, like seeking, answers seeking God's guidance Mm. um and just kind of like it's also a good way to like diving into the Bible is like probably like the best way to um figure out who God is as like our creator our father just like who he is and just kind of helps you wrap your mind around a lot of things yeah I guess no absolutely I I like how you say it like sacrifice and part of your day because it really Mm -hmm. is I mean there's yeah there's a component where we have to set aside time to Mm -hmm. seek the Lord to um and there's different you know, categories of things, yeah. I guess, or disciplines that Bible uses like prayer or, mm-hmm. um, and stuff, but it's, yeah, it is a, it's, it's a sacrifice. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah. So I like how you say that. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what can this look like or what should this look like? Cause yeah. some people would be like, well, my quiet time is golfing on a Sunday morning <laughs> in the golf field. And I'm like, I don't think that that's what that right. means. So mm-hmm. just to give a little context on yeah. what what could that look like or should that look like? Yeah. So it's, I feel like, a, um, like the main, uh, idea behind it is like your heart posture. Like you, like just kind of like coming from a place of wanting to grow and grow closer to him, yeah. grow in your faith. Um, and just like, like for me personally, like, um, like, so how I do it is I like, um, but like pick a book of the Bible that I want to go through. Um, and then, um, 
And I'll have like my physical Bible with me. I found like that's a really big difference than just reading like the YouVersion app. Okay. It's just like, there's just something different about like having like that physical, yeah. like paper in front of you. Yeah. Um, and then, so what I typically do is, um, so I started just by reading like a couple verses a day. Um, and then um, I just kind of like gradually started reading like a chapter or two a day. Yeah. Um, and then, so I'll like, read through it like two times so the first time i just like read it just like read it get it in my mind and then the second time i go through and like highlight underline like write stuff um just kind of try to dissect it a little more yeah and then i also have like a journal where i like write down my thoughts and stuff do you have like certain colors that mean certain things i okay so it kind of depends okay um but um i have like these gel highlighters and then i typically i kind of like change the color scheme for like book of the bible yeah um but i usually try to make like the really important stuff or like god's words um i try to make that like the boldest color like my favorite color or something but yeah does your favorite color change um depending on the color scheme but um (laughs) yeah it's just i'm yeah yeah Yeah. depending on the color scheme yeah typically pink though okay i love pink but yeah i dig it Mm -hmm. well and so for you like why why is a physical bible Mm-hmm. Is it because there's, I usually recommend a physical Bible to mm-hmm. most people because it's just the distraction of an electronic yeah. Bible. It's just, just the notifications popping up or, or even if you have that turned off, it's just mm-hmm. so easy to get distracted to then where it doesn't feel like my quiet time. Yeah. Uh, and so for you, like why a physical Bible versus, you know, the version app or something? Mm-hmm. Like a, a big part of it is like the distractions. Okay. Um, But another part of it is like, um, I feel like like I'm on my phone a majority of the day. So it's just kind of like physically like having to put my phone down and like yeah. pull out my Bible, not like just open an app. So it's just kind yeah. of like that, just like the action, yeah. I guess. And for you, is it normally, like you mentioned a book of the Bible mm-hmm. or are there times where you'll, I mean, there's a million devotionals that are yeah. out there, other than mm-hmm. a devotional book of some sort. And some are like, half a page, read a, mm-hmm. read a, read a, you know, a little bit that somebody like a commentary, so to speak, that they wrote. And then mm-hmm. you read a passage. Yeah. Um, do you do that sometimes or is it usually just studying the Bible specifically? Um, for me personally, I just, I really like just like going through the books, but like with my small group every now and then, um, like we'll do like those Bible plans on like the version app. Yeah. Um, so I think we're going through, yeah, we're going through Luke right now for like the Christmas story, but and you get like like share so you yeah. know where everyone's at mm-hmm. kind of thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it depends, but I'll I'll do both, but I prefer the chapter by chapter. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And what does the scripture specifically say about like a devotional time or a mm-hmm. quiet time? Yeah, you know, because you would never want to communicate to people that like this is just a a Christian concept, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a biblical value that's laid out for us to follow. So mm-hmm. let's lean in on that a little bit. Yeah. So, okay. So I found a couple pieces of scripture yeah, that I want to use. Um, so the first one is kind of like that first half of James four, eight. So it's come near to God and he will come near to you. Mm. Um, and I think that's just like, so a lot of people talk about how like they want to hear God's voice. It's like, Oh, like I can't hear God's voice. But I think a really big part of that is being able to recognize his voice. Mm -hmm. So like by reading the Bible, like, like I said earlier, like you can, like you understand his character, like you would know kind of like what thoughts aren't really your own. It's like, yeah. So like that you are able to recognize his voice, but then also like 
God is just waiting us for like waiting for us to come to him. Mm. Um, but so it's like, like the closer you get to him and like the more you let him pour into you, the more he'll be able to like work through you, grow you and like, just like use you in his, in his will and his plan. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I agree. And I think there's a component too where, you know, I think sometimes we uh, don't hear from the Lord because we don't take the time to sit still mm-hmm. to uh, be able to receive yeah. what he has to say. It's like mm-hmm. when we're, if we're talking to 15 people at one time, we don't ever really get everything at what one person says. And yeah. so just, I think oftentimes it can be, be that way as well. Mm-hmm. You mentioned yeah. you have one other passage. Um, actually, there's a couple more. Yeah, but... no, it's great. It's great. You've <laughs> okay. all, all you want. This is so, awesome. Okay, so then another one is Psalm uh, one nineteen eleven. Um, so it's I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. So another good part about reading scriptures is like making sure, like, am I honoring God? Like, how does He want me to honor Him? Mm-hmm. Like, how does He want me to live my life to like glorify Him? Yeah. So it's just and then just like kind of storing up that scripture in your mind. Like, you may not be like have to. Be like, oh, like Psalm one nineteen eleven, and just like be able to like pull scripture, like just kind of out of your mind, just like that. But like having like the words in your mind, I yeah. feel like helps a lot. Absolutely, mm-hmm. man. And well, that specific verse, it by by allowing the word to saturate you, it helps you mm-hmm. fight sin. Yes, yeah. So if we don't do that, then we're probably not able to fight sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess we got the spirit of God inside of us, but we're mm-hmm. not as effective we're, right, that yeah. we're not as thinking the, the shovel is not as sharp as it should be. So mm-hmm. that's why it takes longer to dig the hole kind of thing. And so, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. And then, um, this kind of relates to the James verse. Um, but so it's John 15, four through seven, um, remain in me and I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in on the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Yeah. So it's like the, like remaining in his word, like abiding in him, like that, that's what's going to um, continue to fuel our, like the spirit in us, like, um, just like, it's just kind of like that concept of like growth and growing closer to him. Yeah. No, that may be one of the most important passages, even as I ponder it here, when it comes to remaining in Christ, abiding in Christ. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you've been in church world long enough, you've probably heard that passage a thousand mm-hmm. times, but it's yeah. the, uh, it is necessary in order for growth to take place. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, great passage. Yeah. Great passage. And then just like, um, so Matthew six, six and then Mark one thirty five, um, both talk about Jesus going off and mm. like praying on his own. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, like Jesus was like sent to earth and like he did all the miracles, like he sacrificed his life for us, but he like still made that time. To yeah. like pray to his father. Yeah. Which, and like he, like there's so much going on and like so much he could be doing, but like he still like sacrificed that time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's even easy too to be like, okay, well, Jesus, but there's a, there's a lot of work to be done, a lot mm-hmm. of ministry. And I'm like, yeah, there, there, but he, there was a lot, but yet he still took the time. Even Jesus himself took the time to be alone with his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are great passages, great passages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's probably many, 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 many more, yeah. but that's, yeah. that gives a great overview for sure. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. What has, you know, your quiet time looked like over the years, mm-hmm. you know, especially growing up in church. Yeah. So kind of give us like the phases a little bit. Like, what was it like for you when you were a kid mm-hmm. and maybe middle school, high school, and, you know, and you, you've leaned in already a little bit on, on the college life mm-hmm. here. So just kind of yeah. give us an overview. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. So, um, bit of a 
Well, okay. So I'm going to admit that I never actually really took this seri- like seriously until like recently, mm. like like this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I think is like kind of why I like wanted to talk about it just because it's like, it's yeah. just like a new passion that I have. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I kind of like going through. Um, okay. Got to think about it. It's kind of like, um, like I said, like Awana, um, like memorize like scripture, like, um, like I had fun, but then also like it, sometimes it felt like, um, like reading my Bible is kind of, um, a task, yeah. I guess. Um, so, so you, and you probably came to Awana, you know, uh, every week. Yes. Yeah. And so there was, you know, and if, if anybody not familiar with that, it's, mm-hmm. it, you know, they, they would have. Like a teaching time. Mm-hmm. It's not called teaching time. I forget the ta- the name of it. Um, council time. Yes. Yeah. And then there's time. game time. And then there's, I don't know what the other options, but basically it's like a life group. It's small group time. Yeah. Basically studying mm-hmm. the Bible together. Mm-hmm. But then a part of the, the lesson or whatever is to memorize a passage of scripture. Mm-hmm. Something tells me you probably memorize most passages of those scriptures. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So but you're I've... memorizing scripture like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, it like... I don't know, just kind of like going through life. Like I don't remember like every single verse that I memorized, sure. right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I feel like I just kind of like like elementary school didn't really focus on reading my Bible. It was just kind of more like, oh, Awana, I'm memorizing scripture. So you throughout the week you're like re- memorizing that specific yes. verse. Yeah. Um, but it and you correct me if I'm saying this wrong, but it didn't. It was kind of more like doing homework, a little completing bit, yeah. the task. But yet, it wasn't something that maybe like saturated your life and you mm-hmm. lived out. Is that a little, a little bit? Yeah, okay. yeah, um, yeah. And then, like, kind of. Well, no. Okay, sorry. So, <laughs> going into like a uh, youth group or student ministry. Yeah. Um, I feel like in small group, like a common like struggle that I had was oh, like I struggle like reading my Bible, like devotional time, mm-hmm. and like I was able to identify that I struggled with that, but I don't feel like I like actively tried to change it mm. as much as I should have. Yeah. Um, and like, like I wanted to, but I just like, wasn't taking the necessary steps to. So you like kind of knew what you could have done. Yeah. Or resources mm-hmm. or ideas. Yeah. Pr- or no, not I honestly, I don't really like, I didn't really know where to start. Actually. Okay. Like I, I just like, I wanted to do it, but I didn't really know how to. And okay. I just didn't really ask anybody. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. And then actually it was this past summer when you did the um high school Bible study. The theologies. Well, no, what we went to uh first John. First John. First John. Yeah. 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 And it was it was actually through that that it actually like kinda helped me figure out like, oh, like well actually like the way that we went through scripture is kinda like how I continue to go through it during my quiet time. Like we like read it once and then read it again. Yeah. And I like that's just kinda like carried over into my quiet time and kinda like taught me how you could read your Bible. Because there isn't like one yeah. way to do it. Yeah, there's a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I oh my father-in-law crushes this. He's so good at it. Like <laughs> he'll he'll come up with creative ways. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know there's like, and I could be wrong on the numbers, so don't quote me. But like there's like 16 worship songs in the Book of Revelation. Yeah, you, yeah, you told me and about I was that. Like, this summer. That is so yeah. fascinating. I'm like, oh, like so instead of like reading the Book of Revelation to be like, I need to learn all things about end times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh well, let me find all the the worship songs that mm-hmm. are in there, or like in the Book of Acts, like. Instead of just reading the book of Acts, just to read it or, you know, which is fine, mm-hmm. but maybe read it and find every time the spirit of God moves, well, what, what was taking place? 
Yeah. So read it kind of with it with a specific goal in mm-hmm. mind. Yeah. Um, like I read through Deuteronomy a handful of years ago and I was like, it, it just helped me realize like discipline equals uh, obedience equals freedom. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when I'm obedient, I have freedom in Christ. So it just, yeah, he does a great job. My father-in-law does a great, he's always coming with creative ways to mm-hmm. read the Bible. I'm like, oh man, I wish I was more creative than that. So <laughs> you're right. There's lots of ways yeah. to read mm-hmm. the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there'd be some that would mm-hmm. just, uh, Matt Solom, I was chatting with him the other day, and he, yeah. when he started reading about it, he read it front to back, mm-hmm. which is what most, which is what you normally do with a book. Yeah. But not really necessary for the Bible. And actually, Mm-mm. you may get super confused, actually, if you were to do that. And so, yeah. Um, so even just if you're looking for a place to start in the Bible, like if you mm-hmm. don't know anything, mm-hmm. usually recommend the book of James because, like, super easy, very mm-hmm. simplistic, very just like, oh, oh, this makes sense to me. It's, mm-hmm. um, uh, the book of Mark is really great because it's short, but it gives you a really great um, idea of the life of Christ. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, anyway, so just a couple yeah. of ideas or whatever. But, yeah. Um, but anyway, you're right. There's multiple ways to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I guess, okay, so that kind of, so like over the summer then, so kind of like during like that high school Bible study, um, I started reading, whoa, reading um, the uh, book of John. Um, yeah. just like the gospel. Yeah. Um, and then, so like that started with like a couple verses a day and then I would just kind of like slowly start adding more, but then actually kind of like the catalyst that kind of started like me reading like multiple chapters a day. Um, it was actually the morning after my grandpa had passed away mm-hmm. this past year. And it was just like the amount of like comfort I found like reading that time. So I was like, um, well, so I had like gone back up um, to my dorm after having breakfast with my roommate, she went off to class and I was, I'm reading my Bible. And then all of a sudden I'm like praying and I'm like just finishing up. And then she comes back in the room and like her, like our lecture like was done. So I, I had been like reading my Bible for like an hour and I was like, Oh my gosh, like I've never done this before. Yeah. But then it just like, it just kind of like made me excited about it. So now it's like something that I look forward to doing. Yeah. And like, I think that's just like the ultimate goal is just to become passionate about it. Yeah. But, and then yeah. for you, like, is there a specific time of day mm-hmm. that, because in my experience and just the culture we live in, it, it, it just, requ- it, for good or bad, it requires an insane amount of intentionality mm-hmm. to really have anything in your life that you value for it to become like a habit. I mean, mm-hmm. it just, it takes a, a ton of intentionality. Mm-hmm. So for you, what time of day and, or even do you have a specific place yeah. that you're like, this is where this takes place, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. So um, I do it in the morning, like start off my day. So it's like, um, I get up, kind of like do like my morning routine in the bathroom, make myself a cup of coffee and then sit at my desk and then like right away hop into it. Like I don't even get dressed or anything. And this is like your dorm room. Correct. Setup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then what's, what's helpful is, um, my roommate does like her quiet time at the same time. So we're cool. just kind of like, it's just like quiet in our room. And yeah. like, we're both like, we may be reading different books, but like we're, but we're both like spending that time with God. Yeah. But Yeah. And then yeah. like, is there like a certain time when you want to have, you know, coffee's made and you sit down? Is that like 7 a.m.? Like, is there a specific goal? Oh. Um, well, like. It, give or take, you yeah, know, or give, just kind of after you get ready and you're kind of like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so I actually, I didn't start the school year with quiet time. We had talked about it one night in small group. And then I realized that, um, I should probably like, like start my day with quiet time instead of like 
accidentally running out of time for it kind of a thing by the end of the day. Um, So then I started doing it in the morning, but then I'd like get rushed because I had to like go eat breakfast, like go to class. So then I was like, okay, I should probably get up earlier, which like nobody wants to get up earlier Uh because, you know, but then like that's where like that sacrifice comes in is like I can go to bed a little bit earlier and like not be on my phone, like not watch like TV or something yeah. and then get up earlier um, and just like be able to start my day, like, like with God kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then like making sure that I gave myself enough. I need about an hour, I'd say, give or take. Um, so it's like making sure I have that time in the morning so I don't rush it. Yeah. Because it's not as intentional if you're like constantly like checking the clock, like making sure. Yeah. Yeah. And are you saying like you need like by the time you get up and by the time you walk out the door you're you're at about an hour, or you need just no, an hour like for your just quiet an time. hour for the quiet. Okay, time. so you need like I don't know thirty five, forty five minutes mm-hmm. for pregame. You know, you're up and getting ready, yeah. kind of thing, and then you need so you're like at an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah, like almost two hours. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. Like mm-hmm. I'm. I, I, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm rushed all day long. I'm mm-hmm. taking my stick of time right now. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like, yeah. don't rush me. The rest of the day is going to be rushed. Leave me alone. Anyway. <sighs> and then at half the time, my kids end up sitting with me and it yeah. creates other spicy things, which is great. <laughs> it's it's all good. It's just little, little Thatcher's eyes looking at me like, well, daddy, hold me. So, yeah, just, um, <laughs> so like, it makes me think like, is this something that every follower of Jesus should be doing 100 percent, yes <laughs> and then i think to myself if you're a follower of jesus mm-hmm. and there's zero desire in you and there's no time that is designated mm-hmm. to studying and being with god I, I, I wouldn't say you're not a christian but it may but it but maybe you're not if there's no desire in you Mm-hmm. at all to seek the Lord. And so maybe wh- why would you recommend or encourage every, you know, those who are listening, like if you're a follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. um, why should they be doing this? Right. Yeah. So um, multiple places in the Bible, it talks about like zeal or being zealous for God, which is like yeah. saying like passion or like being passionate about him. Yeah. Um, and I think like, um, just like what I have found, like reading my Bible and like setting aside that time, um, well, like starting my day with it, it's like, um, most times <laughs> I'm not rushed. Um, but then also it just kind of like puts me in the right mindset for the day. Yeah. Um, and then what, what I have noticed is like being like more intentional about it, like writing down the verses that like stand out to me, like mm-hmm. writing down my thoughts with it. Um, like I said before, like I may not be able to like reference like the exact verse but like scriptures like popping into my mind like here and there in all these different situations um so like um just kind of like getting to know um or i don't know how to wear this but like um just kind of like like arming yourself with the word of god basically like you can um fight like that sin and like those lies throughout the day yeah or like find encouragement or guidance or just like all it's just, the Bible is so great. Like God gave us like the best like weapon and tool ever for our life. Yeah. Um, it's like, like why, why not just spend, it doesn't have to be an hour. Like just spend like intentional time reading it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that didn't even include, you know, like listening to things mm-hmm. or podcasts or sermons or whatever, or, mm-hmm. or books or just, yeah, I mean, there's a, the amount of, of information 
and wisdom that we have access to is is quite robust to say mm-hmm. the least. Yeah. Um and what what should somebody somebody who's going to take the time to sit mm-hmm. down and be with the Lord, what should they be expecting mm-hmm. from that time? And I'm and I'm I'm intrigued because like Old Testament time nobody had a Bible. Right. So yeah. Time with the Lord was I think primarily like remembering things, mm-hmm. uh, bringing back up things that they had, verses they had memorized, that they had, they had been taught verbally, mm-hmm. seeking the Lord, praying to the Lord. So it looked a little different then. I mean, and again, even the New Testament, not everybody had a Bible, mm-hmm. but there was still a, a scroll at, you know, most likely at most uh, your church, but not everybody had that at home. So even, even the way that Jesus did his time with the Lord was not the way we would do it today, mm-hmm. but yet it's still founded on scripture and, yes. and seeking the Lord. But what should somebody be expecting from that time with the Lord? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for like, um, like those who like want to like, like read their Bible, um, like it, it starts with discipline. Like it's not really going to be something that you want to do right away. Um, but then, so I think it's like the, it takes like 21 days to form a habit, but it's actually, I think it's yeah. closer to like two months is yeah. like the actual psychological process. Yeah. Um, so like it takes discipline, but then like the hope is that that t- discipline turns to habit, but then like you'll, you'll just like find passionate. Like it's something that like you'll want to do. Um, so I guess like to like summarize that, like it's not going to be easy at first. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be something that you have to like actively choose and work towards it like every day. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah. I guess like another thing like to be expecting is like you aren't going to understand everything that you read. Mm. Um, but like don't like dwell in the confusion. Like mm. look for answers, ask people. Look like like you said there's like tons of resources available to us. Like just yeah. like don't don't dwell in confusion. Like just like want to I don't know, like have have that desire to like just learn everything and like take everything you can from it. Yeah. And I think you know just if you're going to spend time with somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to hang out and get breakfast with somebody. Well, yeah. the desires to get to know them, mm-hmm. them to get to know you, you got your, your to get physically together. So there's, I think there's a lot of components of just hanging out with somebody else that you're really trying to get to know mm-hmm. and the correlations of, of similarities between us trying to get to know God and learning about God and worshiping God and taking the time to meditate on his scripture. And I think the word meditation, if I remember correctly, it's, it's like chew like cows, like I think they have like four stomachs. They chew something and swallow it and it like kicks it around and they mm-hmm. like like kind of throw up in their mouth, so to speak, and then they chew on it more. So it's this component of like just like constantly and constantly chewing on scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and if I had to man, if there were if I, I maybe would answer this differently tomorrow. But today, mm-hmm. if I had to choose something that I feel like a lot of of believers are, have a difficult time with, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I think it's time with the Lord. Yeah. And then I think to myself, I, I think that would solve a lot of problems in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like a, a ton of problems. And not that, not, that, not that it's about that specifically, but I often think like, okay, my time with the Lord is what's going to save me a whole lot of heartache. It's what's going to prepare me for war. It's going to, mm-hmm. the, the things that, that's going to happen in my life because of my time in the word is so insanely critical, but yet it is something I think believers struggle with and some never really get to a point where they even value that. Yeah. Or they may just say, Hey, well, I listen to Christian radio on the way to work. There's value in that, but that, mm-hmm. I don't think that's the same as, 
as spending time with God. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it could be, but I, I, uh, I, if that's all you're doing, you're, I think you're missing out on a tremendous mm-hmm. amount of stuff. Is there, a, uh, and we don't, I mean, there's a lot of options in terms of translations and yeah. study Bibles, that kind of thing. Do you mm-hmm. use, what, what type of translation do you normally read? And do you have like a study Bible that you use or no? Um, the, I've kind of like gone back and forth between these two Bibles. Um, but then, um, the one that I'm using right now though, um, it's not a study Bible. So, um, but like, there's like enough, I like it because there's like wide margins on the side so I can like write my like notes down. Yeah. Um, but I think it's NIV. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I was even just going to recommend, like, I think a good study Bible is going to answer a majority of people's Mm -hmm. questions. I mean, it, it's not the written word of God. It's a man's opinion, but it helps give context and historical language mm-hmm. context and all that. That can be super, super helpful when it comes yeah. to, because there's some uh, part of scripture that can be, okay, God, what is that? That's weird. <laughs> uh-huh. you know? So yeah. it, you, uh, pluck your eye out. Or, you know, just there's some, <laughs> there's some interesting spicy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so does it, uh, does time with God, quiet time, that kind of stuff, does it have to be done alone or could it be done in groups? It can be done in both, but I like, I do like strongly like believe and encourage like doing it like on your own. Um, cause, um, well, so like the Bible does tell us like, um, encourage and like admonish one another, like our fellow believers. Yeah. Um, but then also, um, I feel like the more like, requirements we add to our quiet time the more likely we are to skip out on it mm-hmm. so it's like if i like for me if like i only reserved reading my bible for monday nights at seven when i have small group like with those girls um like maybe like small group gets canceled for some reason yeah or like you know like there's stuff mm-hmm. like that where it's like the more like limits you put on it like the more that you're probably going to miss out on it yeah um but yeah yeah, I think for me, like, I I like to slowly process things, mm-hmm. you know, which actually sounds nothing like me, but yet <laughs> in my quiet time. So I don't like, I don't like reading because uh, like, I'm like, okay, well, what's that word? So if I'm doing it in a group mm-hmm. or relying on like my life group time in the word to be sufficient enough to, for me to last throughout the week, like, I'm not going to get out of it near as much of what if I'm just taking my time to mm-hmm. study. And so, yeah. Um, are there things that we call quiet time or devotionals, but they're really not? Um, I I am guilty of having done this, but like just reading your Bible to like as a chore, like checklist, like get get it done. Um, because like what I used to do is I had it was okay. Granted, it's like a really good app, so it's the I think it was by the Bible Project. So it was oh, like yeah, 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 going through the Bible, and they have like amazing videos and they stuff. Do. Um, but I was choosing to read that at night in my bed, like right before I went to bed. But, you know, sleepy me was just like rushing through it, skimming through the words just because yeah. like I wanted to go to bed, you know. Yeah. Um, so I feel like like it I feel, it all comes back to heart posture and mm. intent. Like um, it's just are are you actively seeking God? Are you is your whole body, mind and soul in it like at that moment? Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, just like as a another thing to check off your list, I would not count that as quiet time personally. Um, but like, I don't know, quiet time. Like it, yeah, it could be worshiping, um, 
or like praying or, you know, listening to a podcast, like what you were kind of talking about earlier. But yeah, I don't know. It it kind of depends, I guess. But yeah. yeah. No, for sure. And I, I think there are benefits to, you know, a lot of people like, like nature. That's great. Mm-hmm. Like walk, that, that's awesome. I had a, a, a guy and that serves in youth ministry. I heard his testimony. He was sharing with some students this morning mm-hmm. and I, I didn't know that he was doing some like rock or cliff climbing. He was like strapped in the side of the mountain mm-hmm. and he wasn't a believer. And he was just looking mm-hmm. around and being like, okay, there's a God, you know? So there's yeah, components mm-hmm. of just, there's components of that mm-hmm. um, that are extremely helpful, extremely beneficial, you know, quiets our souls, I think, which is mm-hmm. really good. Um, but it's absent of scripture. Yeah. And so I think, and so not to diminish that by any means, and not to say that like you've got to memorize a verse every time in order for that to be like a legit quiet time. Kind of right. like, I wouldn't yeah. want to get too legalistic with it, but yet I think the the center of our time with the Lord needs to be scripture, prayer. Um, yeah, those, those are really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I would just caution people to, if your quiet time is just listening to Christian radio on the way to, to school or to work, I would, mm-hmm. uh, I, I would encourage you to ask a few questions to see, <laughs> is that, is that sustaining your soul? Are you, mm-hmm. is it helping your sanctification? Yeah. Uh, maybe, but if that's all you're doing, I would encourage a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, how and where should a person start if they're a believer and mm-hmm. they're wanting the discipline of spending time with God or a quiet time? Mm-hmm. Where should they start? Um, I think first it would be um, like, so for like quiet time, like reading your Bible, um, choose like a time like from your day, I strongly recommend morning just before like the rest of the day gets away from you. Yeah. Um, but just if the morning doesn't work for you, like find a part of your day where maybe it's like your free time. Um, cause like, you know, some people have like work or other commitments where they necessarily like can't, yeah. but find that time in your day where you, um, choose God instead of you and mm-hmm. like, um, like watching TV, um, like playing games, like just like all these like little moments that you take to yourself, just like sacrifice those to God. Um, and like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be like a long amount of time. Just like start with like little moments and just like, like open a physical Bible. Like um, if you don't know where to start, like I feel like the gospels are always a good place to start, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, sure. But yeah. So just kind of like, choose a part of your day where that like you can sacrifice it to God um, and be like fully into it. Get rid of all the distractions. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like, I feel like that's like rather simple, but I feel like that's like the best way to start it. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I didn't know. I don't know what I had a year ago for lunch, <laughs> you know, like I have no idea. <laughs> if I did know, I'd be actually be a little weird out, I guess, unless <laughs> you eat the same thing every day for lunch. <laughs> So then I guess you would know, but, um, and so I don't know what I ate a year ago for lunch, mm-hmm. but I know I needed it to sustain me to live. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what I was reading my quiet time a year ago, right? but I know I needed it at that time to mm-hmm. sustain my spiritual well being. Yeah. And so, um, if let's say someone's a, like a 
not a believer mm-hmm. and they're like, well, I'm, I'm curious about God. Like, or I'm, you know, maybe the, maybe they're the Lord softening their heart. And so they're still in that kind of phase of like coming to faith, but they're not yet a believer. And so they're like, Hey, like, well, you know, I w- I'd like to study the Bible. Like, what do you, what would you recommend to them? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, like, again, like I recommend the gospels cause it isn't like each book kind of focuses on the character of Jesus in like a different aspect. Yeah. Right. So I yeah. think John's like the Holy spirit kind of, yeah. or yeah. But so just, um, find, um, a book of the Bible, um, that, um, I don't know, just that like you're interested in reading, I guess. But then also like, especially if you're new to the faith, um, or unfamiliar with it, like ask questions, um, find, oh, yeah. find that community that can, um, not only answer your questions, but just like support you, like just kind of, um, like, like answer those questions that you have, but then also just like, Oh, like, Hey, like, how's your quiet time going? And just like checking in on you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's great. I think having, having somebody to ask questions yeah. is like super helpful. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I think it's important to learn to study the Bible with, you know, with with at least a sheet of paper and a pen at at, yes. at minimum, yeah, to be taking you know writing down those questions mm-hmm. or you know shooting a text to somebody. I often get text messages when mm-hmm. students ask me questions, mm-hmm. and actually, I purposely depends on who it is. Um, if a student asks me like, "Hey, Lucas, what about this passage?" I hardly ever, ever, ever answer the question within the first like. 30 text messages back and forth. And I, and I, and the reason I don't is because I don't want them to be like, well, they can just text Lucas and Lucas is going to answer my Bible mm-hmm. questions. Yeah. Which, you know, if we sit down and we're, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll give you, you know, at least the best that I can or whatever. But, but I'm like, I don't want you to think that like, I want, I want to force you like, well, what's the context? Mm-hmm. Like what, what's Jesus talking about? Like, oh, what does Jesus say? Like so I had a suit and asked me, why did G and I had never even thought of this actually. They're like, why did Jesus physically carry a cross when he was um uh being, you know, on, on the way to be, you know, nailed to the cross mm-hmm. and be crucified? And I'm like, she's like, Well, why did he have to carry that? And I'm like, Well, I don't know, that's a good question. And then she's like, Well, like, then then it's like the soldier asked some random dude to carry it for Jesus. And like, mm-hmm. that's weird. Like, so why did <laughs> You know, and I'm like, well, so I'm like, okay, well, like, well, what, what's what's in the story? Like, read mm-hmm. the story. Like, well, who who told this random other guy to help Jesus carry the cross? Like, do we know mm-hmm. his name? Do you know anything about him? Do we know who who told him he had to do that? And so, I hardly ever answer a question anymore because mm-hmm. I'm I'm just like, you need to learn this, and so you need to learn to ask questions. So maybe now that I say this out loud, it may be annoying for students. <laughs> But I'm like, I'm not giving you just the answer. We're going to make you work for it kind of thing. So um, anyway, so I, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, writing down some questions is is super helpful and super important. Yeah. Um, and let's say like someone's a believer and mm-hmm. they, you know, d- depends. I mean, we're all at a different uh, spiritual growth in terms of sanctification and where we're at, where they walk with the Lord. But nonetheless, and let's say they've got somebody who's interested in studying the Bible. Yes. And so what, what, recommendations or thoughts or wisdom would you give to that particular person? Mm -hmm. So, okay. I actually found scripture for this um, that I think applies. So it's Colossians four, five through six. So be wise in the way you act towards outsiders, make the most of every, every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, grace seasoned with salt so that you may know how to answer everyone. Mm. So I think um, for a believer wanting to meet with a non-believer, 
um, like the believer should make sure that like they have taken their quiet time seriously. Like make sure that they have equipped themselves for that moment because you don't really want um, to like lead them astray kind of a thing or like think you know the answer, but like, yeah, you know, not really. So, but then also just kind of like um, just having like that, um, like zeal and just like passion for God and just like, cause I feel like when, people get like passionate about something, especially when it comes to their faith and you can just like see them light up about it. Yeah. There's just something like really inspiring and moving about that. Yes. It's very contagious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. Well, awesome. Why, thank you uh, for yes. your time. And, and I guess as I, I think about this, mm-hmm. uh, could, and not that you can't go back in time and change things, which is probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But if you could have gone back mm-hmm. and done maybe asked a question or to like to tell others like, Hey, I need you to help me learn how to have a quiet time. Or like, if you had to go back and you could change that component mm-hmm. of your life, what, what would you have done? Um, and maybe it wouldn't be anything. Cause I mean, this the, the Lord works when he works mm-hmm. and we're, obedient and we're disobedient mm-hmm. and there's you know we uh so it's just you know um and i guess i just think a lot about students and a lot of students I'm in my mind even adults i'm like we we, we don't uh prioritize the scripture yeah and it costs us mm-hmm. uh i think it costs us greatly yeah honestly like as much as like i um would have wanted to like maybe like start like reading my Bible sooner. I like do agree with the fact that like that God's timing is perfect kind of thing. Like just yeah. ev- everything falls into place. Um, yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just feel like the way that things work together, it's just kind of like made me get this passion yeah. about it, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I just got this image of you and your college roommate in the morning. Just- <laughs> In the same room, not even talking to each other because nope. you're both in your own class. I was like, this is awesome. This is, this is yeah, great. Yeah, it is fun. Well, how can we specifically be praying for you? Um, I think just um, prayers that just that I can continue to like, um, just like fuel the flame and just like make my fire burn brighter for God just like every day. Um, especially in like college, that's just like, such a transition i guess in life and there's like so much um kind of like life decisions you're trying to become an adult um but just like making sure that like through all that i'm like staying obedient to god and like listening to him yeah yeah yeah. thank you so much for time i appreciate it yeah thanks for inviting me Thanks for joining us for this episode of the House on Fire podcast. Our prayer is that this podcast activates your home for Jesus. May the light of Christ burn bright through you and yours. Until next time.